Do you know what your problem is? What's your problem? I'm Bill Snodgrass, and in this episode, we're gonna look at the whatever it is you're trying to do question, yet from one more perspective. Up to this point in this little series of, of videos on, on, on mission and purpose and all of that, we've been looking at there's like something out there that you want to accomplish proactively. You are you have set your, your mind on on doing something. There is there is a whatever it is you want to do that is out there on the horizon that you proactively want to go for. I want to be a, a better friend to all the people I work with. That, that could be something that you set as a, as a goal within a mission of maybe creating a, the opportunity for life to be better for people around you. So you have this overarching thing that you're going for. Well, that's, that's proactive. That's something that you see that you want to accomplish. The, the model we're gonna look at today is more reactive. It is when you, you see something that's not working, the outcome is not what you want, and then you create a set of essential tasks that leads you to fixing and overcoming and making the outcome what you want it to be. Making the outcome what you want it to be. This is a, a reactive sort of mission. This is a reactive sort of, of essential action. There is something that's wrong. The, 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 the skillet's on fire. I should do something. See, that's reactive. I, I wasn't planning on the skillet catching on fire. So I, I have in my mind, you know, contingencies for what that happens. So I go find the baking soda and put the fire out and hopefully the house doesn't burn down. So I'm reacting to a problem by taking essential actions. And this is very normal. This is very normal in the course of any day in any, any business and any, in any setting where things come up that you aren't expecting. People who work in an emergency room are always reacting to whatever comes through the door. The key to being effective in your response is, is to identify what the problem is to begin with. So uh, I'm gonna give an example because you know I like to give examples. Here's the example I'm gonna give is, is flying your drone flying your drone. So someone may be flying their drone and having a really hard time getting it to, to stay where they want it and getting it to line up and, and get the picture that they're trying to get. And they go, well, I just need to become better at flying my drone, which seems like a reasonable identification of the problem. The problem is I don't have the skill set necessary to get the shot with my drone that I want to get. That could be the problem. But the other problem could be not a matter of your skill set, but a matter of timing. It could be that you're trying to fly your drone on a day when it's too windy. So the solution to the problem is not getting more skills, but rather choosing the right day. The, the problem is you're making bad choices as to when to fly the drone. Therefore, you're not achieving the outcome that you want. Not because you don't have the skills. Now it could be, that you are making the right choices and you don't have the skills. The, the problem with this problem perspective on missions, the challenge is finding what the true problem is. I've dealt with a lot of people in, in like mental health situations, parents working with teenage kids, parents come to me and they're like, he always argues. 
How can we get him to stop arguing? We talked further and we talked further. The problem wasn't the child's attitude. The problem was that sometimes when he argued, they changed their mind. The problem wasn't with the child's attitude. The problem was with their practices of of sometimes giving in. The real problem wasn't his attitude at all. His attitude was, I got this figured out. If I argue 50% of the time, they're going to change their mind and I'm not going to get in trouble. So they had to change their approach to interacting. Not, Not because his thing, the problem they thought was his attitude, the problem was actually their practices. So changing, identifying the problem leads you to changing the right thing. Identifying the correct problem leads to making the right essential actions that will correct that problem. Uh, Another example that that came up in the comment section uh, of a video that sort of uh, inspired this video, the the example I gave there was someone always late to that nine o'clock meeting. And it's not because the nine o'clock meeting was too soon. The, the problem wasn't with the schedule at the office. The problem was, could be with the habits of the person who is arriving, who their, their first thing they have to do is get coffee and that, that wastes 10 minutes. And then they have to warm up the, the, the copier and that takes some time. And then they have to, you know, they have to check their Snapchat and their Facebook and their Instagram. They, And now 30 minutes of that hour before the meeting is used up. So now they only have 30 minutes to get their report ready for the meeting that they should have had an hour to get their report ready. The problem isn't with the time of the meeting. The problem is with the habits of the person who's always late. If you're always late to work, the problem might not be that traffic is bad. The problem might be that you're not leaving soon enough. The problem might be that you left in plenty of time and you know the bridge collapsed and the, the traffic was kind of backed up going around that. That could be the problem. You left in plenty of time. It wasn't that you left late. It was that there was some extraordinary circumstance. Knowing what the real problem is will lead to the action items and the essential actions and tasks that will solve that problem. Make sure you know what your problem is Because if you don't know what your problem is, you're going to create action steps that solve the wrong thing. And and, and that will not lead to the outcomes that you want. In the description section uh, on the videos, there's going to be uh, uh, some more notes and things that will appear in the blog that that gives them some more examples of of this kind of of mentality. So go check that out. Thank you for uh, being a part of this episode. If you're watching the video, links to the podcast are down in the description. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, go to youtube.com slash billsnodgrass. Check out the video version of this conversation. Also, lots and lots of other videos there as well. And then uh, in uh, the comment section there, in the description section on the video, are links to the blog and all the other places where you can find more examples of this. Thanks again for being part of this episode. We will we will look for you in the next one. See you there.